Yo, Sunday morning. Is there any better week in the day? Allah, not exactly what I meant to say there. It was the other way around. That's what happens when your brain is morphed into a more focused, more pivotally focused du jouring. Because that is what I've got to do this morning. I have left my strategizing brain to the last day of the hypothetical holiday before I actually have to go deep for two days on what is the future of Sinks and Me? What is the future of Fampany? Not individual businesses inside the Fampany, a la the studios, a la the investment vehicle, a la the games company, a la the foundation, but actually wider picture. What is the point? Not of life, don't worry. I'm not trying to answer that one. That one is still an ongoing mission. I'm trying desperately to fathom. And each day I feel like it's another day that I'm getting closer. The beauty is by the time I get to death, I will still be thinking, and there's no doubt about it, unless the doubt is completely there, which it is because I believe that when you get older, you change. So I've got to believe that actually, when I'm older than I am right now, and I feel young by the way, I will not still be on my quest to answer the very truths that deem necessary my brain to have answers to but I just don't feel like that's going to actually happen I hope it won't otherwise because what I fear is that by the time I get to the end of life and all I've actually done is collected life moments collected life nourishment collective thing like oh my gosh there's not a single chance in hell that what I don't do every day is absolutely crave and hope that I stumble across something that gives me the answer to a question I'm yet to determine what the hell it is I'm asking. You know, when you're reading, when I'm reading a little slither of hope from something, when I see a book that has some sort of promise, everyone's selling this kind of, I guess everyone's selling the transcendence dream. Now I talked the other day about understanding what transcendence is and ever since then I've been absolutely focused on sort of associating the idea, the concept, the mere concept of transcendence Ascendance with a white dove flying into the air. That feels for me a very transcendual image. And that's what I'm trying to do, I think. That's what I think I am. Now, the funny thing is, transcendence to me doesn't necessarily feel like I'm getting the answer to life. It's actually almost putting the, the quest to one side and actually being in a bubble of happiness and a sort of protection, a protected bubble where nothing matters. That is what I, funny enough, when I started us to, transcendence is what I had because I had, and maybe it wasn't, maybe it was the ego speaking, maybe it was the determination, maybe it was the drive, maybe it was the threat, you know, I had, the threat system was fired up, you've got to make go of this, otherwise you'll fail, you won't be able to do this, do that, what is doing this, do that, is it making money for my family, is it, is it um, being able to feel like I'm a somebody, is it being able to protect myself in a house, who knows, it's all of the above, it's everything, it's nothing. All I know is that I'm in a particularly pertinent few weeks where actually everything I ever craved is potentially coming, going to come true. If I get the next few weeks right, I feel like I will be free until I shackle myself around other new, equally impossible to answer questions. Actually, what I'm saying, by the way, there, if you want me to put it into actual English and not sort of, you know, um, sort of dissipation theory is I've got a couple of days coming up tomorrow a la why I let me give you some context let me give you everything so this morning I wake up 
Lee said to me, why don't you use the morning of Sunday to focus on your strategy? I'm like, yeah, that's great. The problem there, I didn't tell her, is that that means there's lots of hours in the day after the morning where I could have been doing it. And that means what I'll do this morning is pretend I'm doing it, knowing that there's still more time to do the thing I should have done this morning and I could have done this morning. But something doesn't feel right about doing it this morning. It's the same as when I don't, which I don't, prepare for a talk. I feel like by preparing for a talk, yes, you might, well, not fuck up and actually like a turtle at all, but you miss the opportunity to find new nuggets of juice that come only in the last few minutes. So it's literally as ripe as it could be. You don't want to pick the banana before it's too too early because it won't be as ripe as you want it to be. You want it to be so ripe. In fact, you almost want it to be overly ripe so that actually when you bite down that succulence, the sugar spreads its juice, the ephemeral juice everywhere. Now, this morning, so I'm now what I did is I already, I got up early. Obviously, I didn't do it. I read the paper instead, knowing that if I read the business section, and actually there was an interesting section which I didn't read, which I've taken in my bag, which I won't read later, but it's, it's a further uh, addition to the procrastination tool set that I have. I, knowing that later on I'm going to do it, if I take something that I would, should have read this morning, then I could read that when I should be doing the actual work, and it would give me more ideas that won't be the ideas that would have gone down on paper if I'd used that exact time to actually do the work I was meant to do, not procrastinate. But it doesn't matter because I like that. I don't take, look, this is it, simple as this. Live, not then anyone cares. I also thought this, by the way, I actually think to myself, bloody hell, imagine this, if you're, there must be people, this is me, by the way, thinking this, not actually, no, I know for well there is nobody like this, but I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, imagine if I was really obsessed or interested, let's say, or inspired, should I even say, uh, uh, by this idea of us two as a company, as like super interested by everything that happens by it. There are companies out there that I absolutely, and the reason I say this is because I do this about other people's companies. I look at them up, I try to find any sort of interesting behind the scenes intel that could give me a, just a flavor, a lick, just a tiny little lick of what it is. Not a full bite, but just a lick. That's all I ask for. And you very rarely get that stuff, but when you do get it, it's so tasty. That is why for me, this idea that if you were interested in us two, or in part of the puzzle of us two, then to have a daily rant of this behind the scenes sujour du jour would be a flipping brilliant thing. The genius is actually, there's two things. One, nobody actually cares because people have got other things to interest about. No one's probably as actually uh, sort of sucked into the vortex of deep care like I am about almost anything that I can get my head into. I can get very excited about anything that put, you put me in front of. That is just my unsuperpower superpower. By the way, I watched Ant-Man and Wasp something. Uh, it's not Ant-Man and Wasp girl, but she is a girl, uh, woman. Ah, fucking hell, it was good. What a great story. I was, and I kept on telling Louis, and it was the whole family all watching it, I'm gonna keep on That, someone builds that set, by the way. You could be a set builder. Someone does that, someone writes this story. You know that person is like really tiny there? They've made that tiny because it's fun, fun, uh, for the story. Fucking hell, I'm so jerked! I can't even speak right now, but all I'm saying is I'm trying to teach my son about the wider context of what the hell he can do. He doesn't have to be, he can be anything, he can do anything. Be a storyteller, be someone that changes the narrative of life. Back to what the hell I was saying, I can't actually remember. My gosh, I'm so dissipated in my brain. 
So let me go back to them and think I didn't go back to it. Oh my gosh, there's so much on my head. By the way, this is me cleaning out my head so that when I get to F45 for nine o'clock, so that is part of the story I didn't tell you, that I decided to actually go to F45, walk. So Lisa's concept was this, get up, do some work, strategize, come up with ideas, go running. Let the stuff that you thought about in the strategy sink in, because that's what you're good at doing. Let it sink in, come back, do some more. Great idea, Lisa. I gave her that. I gave her full marks for that. Said brilliant, knowing full well. As I said, full marks, I wouldn't do it. Now, the reason I wouldn't do it is because I'm not in the mood for running right now. Yeah, I feel I'm still absolutely in my F45 sort of cataracts. That sounds like a good word, even though it's a bad word. And Lise did also premonise brilliantly last night that what would happen is, as always, I would go F45 crazy until I don't go F45 crazy. Then what it brought up, I didn't mean it to happen, but it did bring up, she goes, I don't know. She, fun enough, she brought up, I knew about me already, which I've been theorising. I don't have any... Now, I want you to understand. I don't need you to understand. I don't even want you. I don't even actually care, but I do care. I'm talking to me, by the way. I don't place any material value on material things. I've noticed that. I, it's not about wasting, but it's just not about appreciating the value of things. And I'm, maybe I should be ashamed to say it, but I'm not ashamed to say it because it's not like I'm ashamed of anything. Well, I'm ashamed of nothing, but I'm sure I would be if I was actually. But the thing I'm trying to say right now is I don't... Maybe there's something wrong with me, maybe there's not something wrong with me, but for me, I don't place any value or any care on things. On, on things. There's, I don't have anything. Now, the problem is... That means I don't look after things because I just don't really care about them. If I buy something that's the wrong size, I can't be bothered to take it back because it's more hassle to think about taking something back than it is just to forget about it completely. And that, that, that part is a bit his, and that leads to us say that, and I think she's right there. But, for example, she says, I bought you boxing gloves because you're well into boxing. You've never even opened the packet. I bought you a nice watch for your 30th birthday, and it's a really nice watch. I don't even like watches, that's the problem. And... You've never even taken it out of his box. I did wear it a few times, but I just don't like wearing watches, ironically saying that, looking at my Garmin watch, because I like Garmin, because it serves a purpose of me actually getting somewhere, measuring my steps, that I'm into. You never even, you got into yoga, I bought you all the best, not the best, but I thought deeply about you, and I got you yoga stuff, because you told me you were going to be a yoga, this and that. And the thing is, she's right, and she says, I'm never going to buy you presents again. Good, I said, in a nice way. I don't need any presents. It's so nice when someone actually does think about you, and they buy you things, and knowing that they, you're really into it. The problem is, I change my mind about things. So yes I was massive into boxing yes I believe for two weeks I would be a boxer yes I believe for three weeks I'd be a spiritual yoga teacher yes I believe that I'd be an ultra runner I did that longer by the way yes I believe that I'd be an F45 guru yes I'd be all the things the thing goes on yes I even believed I'd be an entrepreneur that's an ongoing piece but where I was going was that I don't earlier on when I forgot to say what I was going to say what I was going to say is I'm not a I just don't know. And I think the reason I've let... By the way, I'm answering the question of what do you actually want to achieve for us to... Because that's what I've got answered tomorrow and the next day. Um, and by the way, we've got a whole structure about this. Four people, four of our execs, supporting me in Sinks, purely focused on me and Sinks and what we're trying to do. I don't know what Sinks is going to say. He doesn't know what I'm going to say. I know what I did say because I wrote it and I sent it to people to get... To socialise the concept of what I want. Then I realised that it was a lot of the ego, a lot of insecurity talking. Then I flipped it a bit and I've added more to it. Then I've changed it. Then I've talked about... Imp anyway, I've got all this stuff to say to my head. And this is my... I need to take those two days in. I need to appreciate. I need to enjoy. I need to indulge myself in the fact that finally there are people that who are paid to, admittedly, to help us get through what we're trying to get through. This is potentially our own transcendence. 
and to find a place where we can finally be much more focused on doing what we did. Yes, we're two kids, start a business and can't wait to do it and, and have fun and be lads and drink loads of beer and change, you know, make loads of zany, crazy, you know, creative design. Yes, that's what we started out. But what do we want now? That is the big question. So anyway, I wake up this morning and then I realized to myself, right, well, instead of doing what Lisa said, which, oh, by the way, what, she's right. She shouldn't buy me stuff, but it's not my fault that she buys me. Like, she, I, don't, I, I struggle to understand like people, and a lot of people do this, I've bought you this, you never even used it. I didn't ask for that thing. I don't want anything because things, I mean, that's the annoying thing. Nothing I can buy will solve me. You know, sometimes I used to think about buying, go and buy that. You know, some people buy supercars. I don't want anything because I know that five minutes later, I know for that split second, I feel good about purchasing something. But then afterwards, I just won't care. And I won't even care what I'm doing. That's the most annoying thing. Because I don't even take, and this is really bad, but I just don't, I don't appreciate the value of money because I don't, I, I, beyond the safety of my family, which I absolutely maybe take for granted because I've always focused on that without knowing. I've never not focused on that. I've always said, Lisa's always known. Although I talk about never thinking about her and the kids or did in the past. At the end of the day, I'm not stupid. You know what you have to do. You just don't talk about it. Oh my gosh, this is why I'm excited. So, two days, two, I've got two days in a row of strategy. Then I've got the board, then I've got the games board, then I've got, oh my gosh, me and Sinks together for two weeks where we're gonna actually have time together. And I'm excited about that. I'm super excited about that. I actually can't get over how excited I am about that. Neil is excited about this concept of F45. Now, why are you saying am I excited about F45? I'm always excited about F45. Yes, I am. But here we go. I wake up. I get my coffee. Bang. Goes down. Read a bit of the pizza section. So that starts to wrap my brain about business. Then usually the annoying thing for me is it's a Sunday. And I say annoying. I've rammed myself full of, of sort of, I would say estrogen, but that's not a thing. Let's just say it's business estrogen, whatever that is. Uh, I know roughly what it is, but I don't actually know any what it is. I just know it's not appropriate for business, but it is now. Anyway, so I put that in. It goes in, and then we have to have a family day because it's Sunday. And that's what I want it to be. And maybe we'll go after hockey or something because the kids play hockey. Anyway, today though, the beauty is it's changed. I realise if I actually say things, Lisa's always told me this, and actually tell my wife that I need support to do certain things, she absolutely never. It was always in my head. I always believed I couldn't do the things I need to do on the weekends. But she's like, just tell me. Then I can organise my life around other things. You total fucking joke. She's right. Anyway, so got up this morning. Then I suddenly realised, let's do uh, F45 at nine because nine is also means it's only 10 by the time I'm out showered. Go to Planet Organic, sit down. It's a Sunday, which means I don't feel like anyone else is doing anything other than me. And I'm going to focus on the things I need to do. I've got documents I need to read and then I've got to actually put pen to paper, except it will be on my phone. And whatever I put down on paper tomorrow transforms tomorrow for the difference. Oh my gosh, here is a time where actually, after tomorrow, if I don't get this right, it's only me to blame my own head. Now the beauty of course is I can post-rationalize anything and I'll just believe whatever we say is right. And actually, me and Sinks never, I dare say Sinks hasn't come to the table with much. I just don't think he has. I think he'll just be, he's, he's super, in his world, my guess is, as long as us two thrives, he doesn't necessarily feel he is the perfectly right place to tell it how to thrive. He just wants it to thrive. My job is to think more. My passion is to think more. I'm fucking passionate. Funny enough, when I write about, when I wrote, when I reread what I'd written about my ambition, I realized that the first start of it is all ego. It's talking about why people doubt me, why, why I doubt myself. But then it moves into a perfect, play a rendition of reality about what I want to do to be known for the B Corporation, why B Corp is so important, how we can actually use what we're doing to, to change the world. That's where 
that's actually it. That's actually what is, is tomorrow's discussion is going to be. How do you actually turn it around? How do you actually position it to actually do good? How do you thrive at the stuff you love doing? And essentially how you make your money. And thrive at the same time with using that money to actually do even more good. And how do you wrap that around in a, in a sort of positively cyclical circle so that it actually is self-effacing, whatever that means. Or self-serving. It helps one another, one helps the other. That's what I'm excited about. I do feel like I'm going through my, and you probably hear it if you actually still listen to this, that I feel like I go around so many circles, but as long as the circles are, I feel, actually, I'll tell you what I feel like. I feel like a tyre on a car, and I'm on the car. Let's imagine putting the pin in the side of a tyre so you can see it going round. Now, as long I keep going round and round and round, I keep going back to the same place, but a bit further down the road. Round, further down the road, round. I'm picking up more, picking up some dog shit occasionally in the tyre. I don't think you get really get dog shit on the car tyres though. It's not really an issue, is it? Because less dogs, I think dogs purposely go out into the road to unleash, but maybe they do, who knows? Oh my gosh. So, F45, go in there. My brain will have been, I'll have, I'll have, I've therapized my brain by talking to you right now. I know it's actually up there, logged in, which is nice, knowing. And there's a little trickle, a treacle of trickle, a trickle treacle. If you trickle the treacle, which is what I hope to do, you know, you think, you believe, you pray that actually somebody's listened to it and feel, that's nice that somebody could be listening to exactly what I'm saying right now on a Sunday morning. That would be something really, really nice to believe. Now, I know most of them bots, so actually it's not true, and there's occasional people that do. But it would be nice to know if there was. Anyway, so then I do F45, and then I switch my brain to just fucking do it, most hard. Training hard. Hopefully, James is there today, one of my favourite teachers. Me and him have good bands. I've got a feeling... You know what, this is a side thing, that I'm starting to believe that there's a few people I need to pull together from different quadrants of the universe that if come together, and if I sort of sprinkle some of that, um, whatever I said there, um, syrup, oh my God, I was going to say something else, like that would have been bad, um, then I think that we could create something. Creating is what it's about, purpose. Funny enough, purpose is a big thing. I thought that this morning. I don't necessarily feel like part of that, that sort of analogy, which wasn't what I thought about this morning, but now I've thought about it now, of that tie going around and me moving down. I feel like I don't really have a purpose. That's an absolute given right now. I wake up, I feel very fucking lucky. I'm very grateful that I can basically do whatever I want. And that's great. But I feel like I'm not doing what I want because I don't know what it is I want to do, which is annoying. And I'm, so I'm super grateful, don't get me wrong, but there's, there's, there's a higher calling. I don't know what it is right now. Maybe it will come out tomorrow. I guess that, dare say, that is the point of, that is what I need to do. I make sure I need to keep it top level. Think about the dove in the air. How, what is a dove seeing that I'm not seeing? I'm not up there yet. I'm still down here. I need to go up. I need to fly. Fly at the wings. Flying without wings. If I don't have any wings, I wouldn't get off the ground. I feel like West Side flying at the wings because I'm not actually flying right now. I need to fly, but I will fly. So there's the point. F45, go up. The endorphins will be rushing. I'll come out, I'll go and get porridge, I'll sit down and I feel really good. And I sit in my favourite seat, which overlooks other people so I can people watch. And I'm going to put some pen to paper and try to think about impact. Now, actually, what I might do is read, I need to be doing, oh my gosh, I need to be put, I just need to be, oh, I need to be hyped. Now, this, after, this afternoon, I know I'm going to spend time with the family. We're going to see our cousins or their kids' cousins. That's going to be fresh. 
so I'm excited about that. So in that respect, I need to make sure that I maximize this time on my own. How lucky am I to spend time on a Sunday on my own in the morning just thinking about the future of my business? That's nice, isn't it? You know what? Everyone, I always see this in papers. Like everyone always loves to get PR, marketing. And I, you know, I don't know if I do anymore. I do, look, that's not me. I need to, we need to, I need to have something to say. That's the problem. <laughs> there, there lies the problem with Brisbane. But you know what, Brisbane's exciting. 700 people, people that go to these conferences, I want to be inspired. It's students, it's practitioners who want to sort of, who want to sort of, they want to, you want to come to a conference. You want to feel hyped. You want to come away with some sort of actionable thing. You want to feel like, fucking hell, that person, I want to be like that person. I want to not be like that person in the case of me. I want to be, uh, that person's a joke, but they did that. Fucking hell, how much energy has that got? Even though they talk shit, that's what I need to do. Blooming hell, they better have a mic because I always like the idea of holding a mic. I want to feel like I'm a boy band man. That's why I am, that's why I'm not. Bloody hell, I'll tell you what, Moby. Last night, Paul is sending me uh, lovely tracks late at night of like stuff he's found. And he's so good at finding great music. I've never listened to Mogi. Mo- Mogi. <laughs> Mowgli. Mowgli wasn't who he said, but Moby is. I thought, oh, Moby, here we go. Bloody hell, this song is unreal. It's actually the best song I've ever heard. I'm going to put it in the show notes. No one will listen to it. But it is... It, I felt like it talked to me last night, and it's going to talk to me right now about, 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 f- f- I don't even need to be free. Anyway, back to purpose, because that's what I thought about freedom, purpose, it's the opposite. I started looking to do a 100 miles ultra run in Snowdonia. Now, the reason I actually do this is because my friend Anthony Oran, founder of Breakfast, he just crewed on it recently, so of course that's in the back of my head. But it made me think that combined with the fact that I just did the 100 mile cycle, minus 45 miles, because I only managed 55 plus, it was 60 actually. Or was it? I don't know. But the fact is, in that, during that process, I went back to that stage where the brain goes into a very weird mode where you feel ill and you just feel nauseous and you really don't want to be where you are. And it's actually like you're fed the fuck up. And then I thought to myself when I got back in now, I started finding myself looking up an ultra run and there's one in October, running around Snowdonia, hardcore. I spoke to Anthony yesterday. He sent me a link to the one he did, or crude on, should I say. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is the most brutal race. Why would I actually want to do that? Cut off time, 50 hours. You've got 50 hours to finish. That would say that, you know, because this is a more pro event really than just the average Joe, I'll be looking at 40 to 45 hours. Oh my gosh, that's double nearly what I did when I did my 100 before. Remember, my 100 before was much flatter. And that was bad enough. I mean, it was so bad. I cannot imagine going 20 more hours beyond the 22 because the 22, I was broken. I was crying my eyes out. But getting to that stage where you're just almost like a, a naked baby again. Fucking hell, I tell you what. Last night, I had a great chat with Lise. You know what? I've noticed I've having more and more greater chats with Lise as she's feeling more secure in the fact that I'm not going to go back to being a total fuckwit. And when I say that, just for anyone that's just coming to that, I wasn't around. I wasn't around mentally, even though if I was around physically. And you know what? There's two days we had down cycling. There's something special about going to Winchester. As soon as I was there with three others that I love, kids away, something magical happened to me in a way that I can only feel there was a transcendence of, of emotion whereby... For those two days, I was a different person. And you know what? And this is why I'm sad a little bit. I noticed, because I was told, that once we got on the train or just by the train station ready to go back, I flipped back into a bit of the old me where Lee started to lose me and I started to be snappier on certain subjects. And then she pointed out rightly that she goes, you have been so amazed for two days and now you haven't been. And now you're back to what you... What I, and I thought, and I thought, about, I ruminated on that. 
of course after say telling her that i'm not changed which is part of the issue because obviously i had changed then because i was if i look back i wasn't being as i was being so wonderful so was she and we were in this kind of bubble of like whoa this is why we fell in love and now i think fucking hell there is a it is easy to snap back into yourself what a fuck we but then i put the energy back in again and i've gone back in there we've started having conversations the last few days I say last few days only two days now but because we've been back since then and having that time together having that time together talking like last night we spent a long time talking about the birth of our son louis now this is, was a magnificent time for me because what I realised is, at least we had a really bad... We, I wasn't involved. Well, I, what, that's the problem. I was involved, but I really wasn't really aware of what the fuck was going on. Uh, ultimately, this gets fourth degree tears. This thing, you know, this thing being Louis. Like, we have a home birth and it all goes really badly wrong. Rush to hospital. Blood, I, mean, I mean, Louis comes out, but then there's... We think it's all fine and oh, collapse it. I mean, it was... I mean, I'm even going a bit crazy thinking about it now because... This thing is just happening over 12, 24 hours, really. And then suddenly I'm in the hospital and then she's screaming at the doctor. The doctor's being horrible to her and hurting her. And I can remember now things that happened. Like, I remember not really knowing... I mean, fucking hell. Makes, I remember Lee screaming at the doctor saying, why are you hurting me? I've just, I've just had a baby with no drugs. Why are you hurting me now? And she was, this woman was hurting her. And I just sort of said, stop, stop. And I remember screaming at them, in a sort of, but not in a screamy scream. But I don't know, I can't even remember. It was just like a bit of a sort of nightmare. And I said, why are you hurting her? You're telling, she's telling you to stop. And we got rid of this doctor and we sort of had a word. And we were like, you can't bring this woman back in again. It's fucking badass. Like, you're distressing my wife. And I'm thinking, fucking hell. Then next minute I'm at home on my own. And I'm like, what the fuck's just gone on? No one asks you about that shit. No one asks you really how it was. And even when they did, I remember now, of making a joke out of it. And when I say a joke, not of the actual moment, but oh yeah, God, it was so boring. Because actually what I think what happened is over those moments of hours and hours and hours of shock, like you're not taught to really know how to react when your wife is suddenly, when emergency doctor uh, ambulance is called out and suddenly in your bedroom upstairs where you've been half asleep, there's like doctors everywhere and they're trying to say, well, not save her to stop blood. And it's just like fucking hell. What the fuck is going... Anyway, look, I've gone a bit... I've digressed, should I say. The point being, I suddenly realised last night that, f- that I had, again, trauma, traumatic experiences are... I understand how people lock them away because I did that. I've never talked about it. We talked about it for hours last night. And it was so not nice, but it was so nice that we were able to talk about it. And I was able to understand it from Lisa's point of view and able to understand the whole experience properly and to apologise for... for not knowing what the hell to do or to be or to what I'm meant to do if I could go back time now I know my responsibility but then it was just like this whirlwind of absolute madness anyway that strikes me as life that strikes me as life like but then unpack those things and and rebond around things like I thought to myself there one moment ever in my I never thought about this this is surely a great moment and for some reason as a human being as a me I've been able to lock this away and not really consider this a, a particularly pivotal moment in my life I'm in the front room in the, uh, the birth, I'm not in the birthing pool, Lisa is, and after everything that goes on, this goes on for a long time, then we have the pro- we didn't know we had the problems then, but Louis comes out and they lift him up and there is his little Willie. <laughs> and I remember saying, oh my, and I said this to Lee, well she was there, I, she remembers hearing, oh my gosh, we've got a boy. I never believed I'd produce a boy. I never thought in my life that I had the capacity to produce a boy. I don't know why I felt that, but I did. And there was, I still, I can see it now. Not the little Willie, by the way. I can see just him just being lifted up. 
bit like the Simba. I mean, I probably a little bit see Simba being lifted up <laughs> in the Lion King, but that's an amazing moment that I've never gone back to. Like, I can remember only going back to that memory a couple of times in my life. That's a wonderful memory, isn't it? That's something I should really be proud of. That's something that life is actually about, bringing life into this world. Damn, I was so young and naive and such a joke. What an idiot. Anyway, I'm getting back. I'm getting better. Ooh, quarter to nine. Nearly at 45. Cannot wait. And then hopefully I can really dexterise some actual... What the fuck am I... I don't even know what I'm going to say on this dog. Luckily, Gio, one of our execs, has pointed out a almost like point of like, we just need to understand what you what you need, what this, what... I mean, fucking I've been going on about this for so long. Anyway, back to the 100 miles. Why would you want to do 100 miles? It's a good point, I hear you ask. And it's because I think there's, some, there's a purpose there. The purpose, I have to really go basic here, would be to get through the 100 miles. So I have a training leading up to that is the whole point of life. Up until that, is my purpose is to finish the 100 miles. What is my purpose around beyond? Like, because what I've realized is I'm going to, now I, my family don't need me to be around them all the time. They just need me when I am around them to be very loving and they need me to talk. My daughter gave me feet best and I'm really glad I sat with her. I said, why don't you love me as much? I can notice today, you weren't feeling, and she said, dad, you kind of embarrassed me. You're right, I did. Because usually I have this jokey relationship with her and as she's got older, she doesn't want me to embarrass her in front of my friends. I'm just doing it because I think I'm cool, but clearly I'm not, I'm that dad uncool cool, which is not cool. But, oh God, bad. Anyway, I'm so. Then I thought, you know what, Grace? Keep giving me feedback. This is so good that you feel you can and you want to tell me. That's how you're just amazing, incredible, nearly as amazing. The fact that the coffee shop I'm going to go to get another double espresso before I finish this. I am going to finish this now. But thank you for listening to me. Thank you for getting stuff out. Thank you for just being able to talk. You know, have, there is something special about feeling that you are actually able to say something that gets to other people and connects with people. That there's something that connection is what i want to make sure that i'm able to sort of amplify i don't know how i'm going to do it but that's i think that's what i'll be discussing tomorrow amplification of of actually positive community vibes realness fucking hell just jfdi i mean this is the this is the irony this is of everything i've been saying on the jfdi cast is that actually i do think this whole thing is a supplantation in my own brain to get me myself to actually jack rack and jfdi jack rack fdi yes 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 love you all i actually genuinely do my god there's so many do- two dogs two monkeys uh, not actual monkeys but they're, they're toy monkeys well not you don't call toy they're soft monkeys sitting outside with two dogs who look actually very similar to the monkeys very cute bye